Hello, GEO members and listeners. My name is Isam Al-Kuvagli, and this is the After Bargaining Podcast, a podcast on the ongoing bargaining between the Graduate Employees Organization and the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. I am joined with Ben and Carla today, the lead negotiators of the bargaining session that took place today. So we're recording this on the same day, which is the 7th of the 10th month of the year, 2022. So today, the GEO, the Graduate Employees Organization, presented the administration with a package proposal for its own, including articles dealing with recognition, non-discrimination, appointment terms, leaves and holidays, and no strike, no lockout. It's extremely important for members to show up during these bargaining sessions and voice their concerns during the session's caucus. Like today, we had a long caucus, which we will be uh, discussing later on. Um, And so for members also to share their thoughts on the session afterwards, something that we're trying to do in in our communication is that we send letters collectively, meaning that we write it, construct it together uh, after the bargaining session. And a member's input is very important. And so the union and the bargaining team is a member run, and we make decisions collectively, showing up and stating your concerns is of utmost importance during the ongoing phase of bargaining. And so like after every bargaining session, the bargaining team sends an email with a textual summary of the session. These podcast episodes provide just more detail and voice to the lead negotiators. So they could just bring up more pressing uh, issues and what members can do to fight for a better contract. Ben and Carla today will provide a summary of what the two hour long bargaining session included. So I'm going to pass it to you. How did the session start? Yeah, thanks, Assam. So uh, as members, if you've been following along uh, with negotiations or with the After Bargaining podcast, or preferably both, uh, you know that uh, the union has been pushing the administration about receiving an initial non-package proposal. The union presented its comprehensive non-package proposal way back when in spring semester of last year And we've been answering questions and then receiving package proposals of various sorts from admin. Uh, But uh, in an effort to show movement and in an effort to move bargaining forward, the union presented its own package proposal today on a number of issues uh, that Assam just recapped. Uh, And those are some issues that we think uh, we can make significant movement on now and potentially reach an agreement on some of those issues and advance members' interests through those, uh, you know, articles. And so that's what we did today. Um, It certainly didn't entail everything admin wanted to discuss, but it represents a firm starting point and I think demonstrates the union's seriousness about bargaining and making sure that this process isn't stalled out any longer than it needs to be. Sweet. And so um, the question now that we have handed them a package, what is in that package proposal? What were some of the major issues that the union made movement on? Um, Hello, uh, GEO members and and listeners. Um, So as you mentioned, uh, Esam, we made a package proposal with several items. Two of the most substantive items that we presented today were around non-discrimination and um, leaves and holidays. So something that the 
university consisted flagged out was that our um, proposal was too ambitious, which is true because our conditions as graduate workers have significantly changed over the last five years, right? We're coming from a pandemic, inflation rates, and our conditions have changed. So the university wouldn't expect less than a very comprehensive, robust proposal. Um, however, in an effort to make uh, uh, the agree the negotiations advance and also speaking to members in terms of their of our priorities, um, we decided to remove several items of leaves and holidays that, according to the administration, were quote unquote big ticket items. So um, we maintained um, the original status quo language regarding sick leave, um, personal leave of, of absence as well. Um, the same language that we had before about vacation days, um, among many other items as well. We accepted the university's uh, proposal regarding parental leave, which includes six weeks of paid parental leave. And we hope the university would consider seriously our additional proposal of guaranteeing two weeks of remote work uh, additional for caregivers and for parents, which is extremely important in that transition of going into actual work after that very significant um, shift in parenting, um, and in regards to, and in regards also to leaves and holidays as well, um, we managed to also incorporate a very important equity issue for us as uh, GEO, which is to also grant holidays that are not traditionally included in the campus holiday calendar, particularly um, for uh, holidays that are not in the traditional Judeo-Christian. Um, normative in the U.S., and we had a very powerful testimonial by one of our members today. Um, and yeah, those were some of the significant items that we made in terms of, of economic-specific uh, issues in our proposal. So I'm just interested in the process of how the bargaining team came to the decision of writing this. Uh, so um, this is not like behind the scene CIA stuff that we do. That's very democratic. But so, <laughs> and uh, sorry, I. People know that I hate the CIA so much. Sorry to interfere that in there. But um, how how did the bargaining team decide to write a, a package proposal? Uh, and why did you decide to do it this way? Yeah. Um, I'll let also uh, Ben chime in here as well. But uh, the GEO, we surveyed our members uh, nearly a half, uh, a year ago, back in fall 2021. And we surveyed a significant amount of our, our membership and graduate workers. Over 1,000 people answered that survey. And with that survey, our members um, displayed priorities, and we managed to articulate those priorities in three pillars, access and justice, wages and waivers, and health and safety. So today, what we determined to do was to make some movement in substantial economic items responding to the university's concerns, but also incorporating some important issues regarding access and justice, like our non um, discrimination um, clause to try to advance negotiations, and that's how we came up with those specific articles for today's package response. Ben, you want to add anything else? Yeah, I think, like, uh, as to the question of, like, why this package, I think that this is ultimately, you know, a decision that, uh, you know, the bargaining team made that takes up articles that members are interested in, um, like uh, that they see uh, important issues where they want to have wins and indeed where they need wins uh, as graduate workers here, but that we also have movement to make, uh, we have room to make movement, a room to make progress 
and that we think that these articles together will provide a good platform for advancing to the next stage of negotiations. Yeah. Awesome. Now, um, so I'm also on the bargaining team, but recently I've taken a little time off for focusing on academic stuff. But so obviously there has been many, 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 many hours going into this. And uh, the, the bargaining team is uh, elected by members and we always are looking for new members to become part of the bargaining team. Um, and in order to voice and have a decision-making capabilities within the team, um, and we would love if you're listening to this, just uh, at least write us, join the team, or tell your friends who might not know about this opportunity. So, um, okay, we gave the package, Rob, Craddock, and his company, received it. Um, what happened afterwards? How did the administration take it? What what took place afterwards? Um, well, something that for us is definitely a victory of some sort was that the administration, and I quote, recognized that the GEO has um, made some movement, um, which is very important um, for us as well. Um, ben, for example, at the end of the session, uh, as lead negotiators, we concluded that we expected the same um, the same reciprocity in negotiations moving forward, and we hope that the university will take this package response into consideration And in our next um, session on the 20th, which is going to be our first three-hour session um, from 1.45 uh, to 5.30. Our session, per se, is going to be from 2 to 5, but we have a pre-session caucus, so you know what's going to happen. And our after-caucus, which Esam explained that we collectively write our GOL, so, yeah, I mean, at this point, the ball is in the court of the administration. We have made significant movement, and we expect them to make a significant movement in their next counter for us. Yeah, uh, all that is uh, true. And uh, we also spent a lot of the time during the session uh, sort of answering what questions admin immediately had. That's how the bulk of the meeting went. Um, and that we also uh, took um, the administration's uh, some questions that we'll answer later. There was also, um, I know that you brought, uh, you brought it up already, Ben, but the, the powerful, um, and you, Carla, as well, the powerful testimony that we had. Um, and so uh, that testimony speaks to something where, um, as Carla um, stated, some graduate workers um, have, don't follow the day question calendar, um, like myself, for example. And um, they find it hard sometimes um, to um, have days off or have hours off during the day, especially that Ramadan right now does not happen during the summer years, uh, summer months. It happens during the, you know, uh, the third and second month of the year. And so it's happening during the school year. And so students need to break their fast sometimes in the middle of work. And so um, uh, oftentimes the university kind of kind of pulls itself out and says, well, this is up to your advisor, but we want to kind of institutionalize it through this contract to, to actually have uh, the ability to, as a graduate worker, and uh, to have your holidays being seen as uh, paid leaves. Um, and uh, just like other people uh, do who follow uh, other religions. Um, and so um, now just I want to add, um, Ben, anything you would like to add to testimonial or anything like that? Uh, yeah, we had a great testimonial from uh, the rank and file about the importance of just what Azam talked about, how, you know, under the current framework of uh, the leaves and holidays section, um, 
a lot of those non-Judeo-Christian, non-Eurocentric, uh, you know, religious observances sort of like are uh, up to the whim of your immediate supervisor as to whether or not to take requests for time off for those things seriously. And I think for me, testimonials are always great because they show that members are not only paying attention to the process of bargaining and are actively invested in elements of what we are negotiating, but are really willing to come and tell the admin directly that this is something that impacts their everyday life and identity, which sometimes the admin can be quite disbelieving about if we're not talking about, like, say, uh, strictly wages. So I think, you know, these are always important. If you have testimonials, reach out to the bargaining team on any aspect of our contract. Uh, uh, we would love to have more of them. The session, unlike most sessions, it ended a little early. And you might be ending the episode a little bit early too. But so now we just transition to kind of any quick last updates from the one and only, well, actually there are two presidents, but the one and only Carla, one of the two presidents. Uh, any updates about the, the what's happening next in the future? Yeah, most definitely. I do want to also say that one of the most uh, beautiful values of the union is its democracy. Um, so Nachiquera and myself were... The co-presidents were also very well known for having the ability of telepathically communicate when we're having matching shirts. Um, so shout out to Nachiquera, an amazing comrade, an amazing friend that we also match with our shirts almost every time, unplanned. Our, our favorite one is all graduate workers deserve a living wage. Um, <laughs> so with that being said, however, we're the co-presidents, but the unit is run by its members, and it's very, very profoundly democratic. We're not... Uh, higher or better than anyone else in, in the union. Um, and as we mentioned today, today literally started a new phase in the bargaining process, right? We're now entering the very difficult uh, and very hopeful moment as well in which we start making concessions if we don't manage to increase our membership and if we don't manage to increase our mobilizing capacity as a union. And we can also start winning substantial things like one of the movements that we saw today in our proposal, if we manage to, as Ben said, show up, tell your friends the importance of becoming a member, because as I said uh, previously in the podcast, if we have um, collective problems, we cannot afford individual solutions, right? We're all going through the same um, problems of not having enough money to pay for rent, for food. Um, some of us get constantly discriminated <laughs> in this campus all the time. And if we have similar issues, we need to come together and bring in collective solutions to those collective issues. So yeah, um, please become a member. Tell your friends um, to go to uiucgo.org slash join and sign a membership card. And we hope to see you on October 20th at our next bargaining session in which we hope to receive a reciprocal response from the administration in our package proposal. Thank you so much, Ben and Carla. Please share this episode with your friends, members, and non-members. And if you know your friends or your department mates who are not members, let us know and we'll go and talk to them about the importance of this sociopolitical moment or as Marxists say, the conjuncture that we're in. Thank you exactly. so much for listening. Take care.